guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show, and here I am today with a little bit of rich dad, poor dad. And so, I'm going to give you guys a nice little story of what happened to Robert Kiyosaki when he went on a trip to Singapore. So, he said he was actually waiting uh, in a lobby, right, at this hotel. He was sipping on some coffee and stuff like that, and uh, he was going to share a platform with Zig Ziglar. Now, if you guys don't know who he is, man, he, boy, this is like old timer. So we're talking 90s, 80s, potentially 80s. And so he was going to share a platform with him and he was going to be speaking on the secrets of the rich, right? And so there was this lady, right? She was like, I don't know if she was an editor or writer, something like that. And she was interviewing Robert Kiyosaki, if I'm not mistaken. And she quoted, she said, someday I want to be a best-selling author like you. And he ended up saying, hey, you know what? You have a great style. What holds you back from achieving your dream? And she said, well, my work does not seem to go anywhere. Everyone says that my novels are excellent, but nothing happens. So I keep my job with the paper. At least it pays the bills. Do you have any suggestions? So, you know what? This is a classic example of someone who accepts the negative opinions of others. Guys, I was one of those people about six years ago. I wanted to write a book, and I was going to write like a horror story, but implementing the things that I had to go through in my life. And each of these characters within the story would have represented a piece of me that I needed to overcome. Something very similar to the podcast I did probably four years after that uh, with, um, oh my God, the author, the author. Uh, the author that climbed Mount Everest, David Morrill. There we go. Dave Morrill or David Morrill. Um, you know, because each of the seven mountains was a piece of him that needed to recover. And he said Aconcagua was one of the most difficult mountains to climb up. And, man, I was just so fortunate because someone had reached out to me and wanted to, you know, what they wanted me to bring them onto my podcast to share the platform. And, honestly, that is still one of the best interviews I've ever done. You know, not the interviews, but just the content in general was just remarkable. So I am so, so grateful for that, man. And, you know, going back to that I don't know where I was going with that, but again, a classic example of someone putting you in a box. I was—I wanted to write that story. Then there was a lady who I met probably three years prior to that in a van, go a uh, travel lodge hotel with my girlfriend at the time. This was nine years ago, and she was just babbling, and she was from English. She was talking shit and swallowing spit. It was the funniest thing ever. And we exchanged details, and I remember, you know, us building up that relationship, or lack thereof, and going into 2014, I remember I told her I wanted to write a story, and she's like, oh, I saw your writing, I don't think you have the vocabulary to do, you know, to become a writer. And right then and there, I'm like, oh, okay, and then I accepted that. See, little did I know, if I had come out with a book then, oh my god, can you imagine? But the thing is, people don't see it. For us, and people will never see it for us. You have to have a strong enough voice and vision to see it for yourself. So, going back to the situation here at hand with the girl from Singapore, Robert Kiyosaki. She said, do you have any suggestions? He said, yes, I do. A friend of mine here in Singapore runs a school that trains people to sell. He runs uh, sell training courses for many of the top corporations in Singapore, et cetera, et cetera. She, you know, she ended up saying, uh, are you saying I should go to school to learn how to sell? And then she's like, you aren't serious, are you? He's like, well, what's wrong with that? You know, because, um, you know, looking back at 
what she ended up saying, she's like, I have a master's degree in English literature. Why would I go back to learn to be a salesperson? I'm a professional. I went to school to be trained in a profession, so I would not have to be a salesperson. I hate salespeople. All they want is money, money, money. So tell me why I should study sales. And then right after that, the interview, that, that was like a wrap because you could see like at that time she started packing her briefcase and she was just going to walk out of there. And Robert Kiyosaki, he went on to say, he said, do you see this? And he actually had a legal pad, right? And she looked down at the notes. He was like, what? He, it says Robert Kiyosaki, best-selling author. It says best-selling author, not best writing author. And her eyes widened. And he said, you know what? Listen, I'm a terrible writer. You're a great writer. I went to sales school. You have a master's degree. Put them together and you have the best-selling author and the best writing author. And then after that, she said, I'll never stoop so low to learn to be a salesperson. People like you have no business in writing. I'm a professionally trained writer, blah, 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 blah. And that was the end. But in saying that, people, she ended up writing like a very favorable little article in a newspaper like the next day, which... Uh, he he goes so far to say that it kind of entailed what the, the conversation they had the previous day. But guys, understand this. It's not about selling yourself. It's selling your story. I'm not a salesperson. People now, again, Robert Kiyosaki wrote this back in the 90s. He said, oh, you need to go to school to be a salesperson. No, 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 no. It's not about selling. It's basically about brand building. People have been following me for a very long time. People are coming on from different cities around the world that I would have never imagined. And they are listening to me. Is it because I sold them on something? Do I constantly shove shit down their throat like Tom Bilyeu and other podcasters do with selling bullshit ass products? No. Guys, this is my story. And a lot of you want to hear me document this journey and seeing that I've already gone through the things. Now you have a good idea like, oh my God, he's been through all this. That means I could make it through. You see what I mean? I'm selling you guys a lifestyle. I'm selling you guys a new mindset. Now from that, I'm going to win a lot of different speaking engagements to do this and do that. A number of great things. But that all comes after. But she, she's like, I'm a professionally trained. And this is the whole thing. You know, I was just talking with uh, some of my students yesterday. It was so funny because I told them how how irate, you know, I get when I uh, see some of the writers like out of Yale and Harvard, they use some of the biggest words, some of the most complex structured sentences. And I'm like, guys, who are you trying to impress with this writing? Are you just writing this so you could show everyone at Yale and Harvard and all the other Ivy League schools that you could write? Because everyone else that hasn't gone to these Ivy League schools and the Cambridges and all that of the world, they think you're an asshole. Write like a human being. This isn't like the dictionary. You know what I mean? So again, her saying that makes me realize, oh, she's putting herself and her career on a pedestal. And she's saying, I'll never stoop that low to be a salesperson. Well, um, that's your story. That's it. Like, you need to learn how to tell your story. You've already been put into a motherfucking box. So what is it? You have nothing to lose. Like, you are an amazing writer. And at that time... If she knew about the internet, the blogs, the books, all that other stuff, oh my god, she's over here just writing for a fucking magazine like a lot of these assholes still do. I mean, I, I've been media fasted, what, the past week? 
I haven't read any of those articles. And people still write for magazines? Oh, my God. So I just think it's a little bit, I think it's a little disingenuous to believe. And, you know, this is what Robert Kiyosaki went on to say. He said, I'm constantly shocked at how little talented people earn. He said he has met brilliant, highly educated people who learn less than 20000 a year. A business consultant who specializes in medical trade was once telling him how many doctors, dentists, chiropractors struggle financially. All this time, he thought that when people graduate, the dollars just would pour in. And you know what? It was that that same business consultant ended up giving him a phrase that said they are one skill away from great wealth. Guys, I was just telling you the story about last week, right? I had the uh, the friend that came in from uh, America, and because she thinks she makes a lot of money, she thinks she could just put me on the back burner and say, oh, I'm going to hang out with you whenever I want. Uh, I'm coming to Thailand tomorrow. There's no time. There's no where you're staying. There's no this. There's no that. There are no plans. And so I'm like, listen, I think your ego and your career has really taken over, and now you really just don't give a damn anymore. You don't give a damn about friendship. You don't give a damn about connection. And therefore, I don't want to see you ever again. You know what I mean? So people with these types of careers, they put themselves up here believing, yeah, I got the money. I can treat people this way. Or I got the money. I'm financially rich. No, 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 no. My childhood, a childhood friend, okay? I wouldn't consider him like a big time friend right now. Uh, but he's just someone that, you know, he's like an existing person, an acquaintance now. And he went to Stanford. Next thing you know, he ended up working for Lens Crafters for basically nothing. I'm like, damn, four-year degree at Stanford, and then that's what you get? He ends up going to Harvard's dental school. I'm like, okay, well, that's a quarter of a million dollars in debt already. Good job. After that, he's going to UCLA to specialize more. I said, ooh, that's an extra probably uh, 75000 And you think that you're just going to come out the gates making a ridiculous wage, and you're going to be able to pay all these things? No, you're going to have to open your business. Or you're going to have to work under someone's umbrella. You're going to have to pay this. You're going to have to pay that. It's going to take you decades to pay all that off. Is that what you really wanted? No, it's not his fault. It's the system that he was brought up in. That's it. So with that being said, I'm going to give you guys some things right here. What this phrase, what that phrase meant, they are one skill away from great wealth. What it means is that you only need to learn and master one more skill. And then that income will just jump. Remember I told you guys about the synergy between an accountant, an investor, a marketer, someone who's in law. Combine those four technical skills together, man. You would make money so easy. I'm talking about getting people in that group like I was telling you about in the previous couple of podcasts. See, when it comes to money, the only skill most people know is to work hard. Right? So you hear a lot of those bullshit entrepreneurs. I hate, I hate to say it, but Gary Vee, at times, he sounds like a bullshit entrepreneur. Uh, I don't follow him as much anymore. I just There are things that he says, but there are things that I'm just like, I'm not getting anything from this. I'm turning this off. You know what I mean? Um, but he's like, yeah, you need to hustle, 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 Tom Bill, you Hustle, 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 says two of the guys that have half a billion dollars and have a, like titans. I'm, I'm just saying. Hustle what? I know people who hustle at Walmart picking up boxes. That shit isn't getting them anywhere. They're a machine. And they've been uh, they've been trained to do just one job. Guys, 
all I'm trying to say here is, I'm going to give you this last thing right here. I thought this was a very interesting excerpt. He said, the classic example of a synergy of skills was that young writer for the newspaper. If she diligently learned the skills of sales and marketing, her income would jump dramatically. And Robert Kiyosaki went on to say, he said, if I were her, I would take some courses in advertising, copywriting, obviously copywriting if you're a writer, as well as sales. See, if I had a copywriter, I probably would have made sales on, um, what is it, my Patreon, uh, my ESL course, and my Business English podcast. Do you guys understand? But me, I'm just kind of like riding the wave, and I just don't want to shove it down people's throats. Right, but it exists, and people are now starting to click on it, which all, on all of the platforms. Which I'm like, okay, my blog is really, really starting to work now because it has its biggest increase ever in its history, which like since the inception. So, anyways, let's keep let's go back to this. Instead of working for a fucking newspaper agency, seek a job at an advertising agency, even if it were a cut in pay. You will learn how to communicate in shortcuts that are used in successful advertising. And that girl, she would also spend time learning public relations, an important skill. She would learn how to get millions in free publicity. She's just like what that 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 crazy weird character. What's his name? LeVar Ball? Yeah, I don't know if you guys know about him. But again, he's just somebody who ended up building up a brand because if someone's going to be drafted number one overall, then he realized, oh, you know what? These shoes really suck. And then he's going to do a relaunch because another son's going to go to the NBA and probably get picked number one. It's just he's literally building a brand over his children, which is pretty, pretty sad. Uh, but anyways, guys, free publicity. That's what he got by being on all these places, just trolling the, how he trolled America to the umpteenth degree. That's my new favorite phrase. So let's get back to this. At night and on weekends, you could be writing a great novel. And you know what's crazy? When the, no the novel finishes, she would be better able to sell her book than in a short while and she could be a best-selling, as an S-E-L-L-I-N-G, author. These are the steps that people could take. Think about it, guys. Whatever you're doing right now. If you're a fucking writer for a newspaper agency, if you follow these steps right here. And guys, this was back in 96, 95, 94. You got social media now, putting your writer on, the, you know, and honestly, a lot of people say, oh, I'm not a speaker. I don't want to make a podcast. No, everyone has a voice, and this is how everyone becomes prolific speakers is by, look, I wasn't a speaker. You know, I had took some communication classes and all that good stuff, but I wasn't like a monster speaker at the beginning of 2016. If you go back to those podcasts, I was listening to one of my podcasts the other day, and I was like, oh, boy, Arsenio, you just didn't have that energy. You just didn't have that passion. You didn't have the variety and, the, and you know, the vocabulary and enabled, enabling yourself or enabling to express yourself. I didn't have that. I developed all that. Here I am on stage at the e-learning conference at an e-learning conference uh, just last August, and I'm like, oh my god, things are really starting to turn up. Yeah, it's because I understand everything now. So guys, in saying that, with social media, with Facebook, with joining groups and you know exchanging ideas and following people and engaging in conversation on Twitter, these things I've covered in the Gary V, you know what is it, the 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 crushing it like two years ago. 
It's here now. There are no more excuses. And you have the opportunity just as well as everyone else does. So learn to work. Don't work for the money like a lot of people do. I'm your host as always. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.